Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, aka the Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media accounts at the Gratitude Chick for Instagram and TikTok, the Gratitude Chick Luanza Christina, and Talks with the Gratitude Chick for Facebook, and Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter. Also, head on over to Amazon to pick up my new book, 21 Days of Thankfulness, today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. So, um, I told you guys I'm going to start recording a little bit more, but it's going to be probably about twice a week. Just, just twice a week this time. So today um, we're going to do kind of a follow-up episode on last week's um, December Mindset Challenge. So you, you guys know that throughout the month of December, we are doing things to change the mindset that we have to go or to correlate with, with the things that we want in life. So if your um, if your goal is to be is to lose weight, you have to start with attacking your mind. Yes, of course, exercise and eating right works into that. But a lot of of us who are overweight, it starts in our mind because the things that um, have gone on in our lives continuously replay on our mind that leads us to eating, to overeating, to emotional eating, Uh, similar with people who are drug addicts and um, alcoholics, you know, you are led that way because you are trying to, to, to deaden or soften the things that continue to you, that you allow to continue to replay on your mind. So mindset uh, matters. It does, especially um, for those people who are you know, trying to lose weight. We're in a in season of, you know, Christmas and, you know, the holiday season and right after is when it's the, the huge push for everyone to get in the gym and lose all this weight. Um, so, and a lot of times it fails because we're only doing the action part of the weight loss. And I can, that is a testament for me to say, yes, I've failed often because I'm only doing one aspect. The one time that I was actually successful in losing weight was because I was attacking both my mind and my body at the same time. I fell off (laughs) because I let go of the part of me attacking my mind you know, trying to change my mind. At that point, I didn't, you know, really understand what mindset was. I was just trying to, um, it was the year that I wrote the, the devotional by hand. Um, so just me writing that devotional and kind of, what is wrong with my voice? Try kind of expounding on, um, the scriptures that I was reading, it attacked my mind to put me in a better mindset without me consciously trying to get there, if you understand what I'm saying. So because I was already um, doing that, me losing weight was easier. And 
I was doing it, but it all just went to hell. (laughs) So this time I am conscious of it, not unconscious. So, and I'm going to attribute this part of it to um, a friend of mine that I follow. Her name is Whitney Wheeler, and she has lost like 275 pounds. And I have seen her um, since 2013 go up and down and up and down. She's lost at least 100 pounds two or three times and gained it back. But this time she's been successful because she realized she needed to attack her mindset. And I was on a live with her yesterday. And one of the things that she said was that she had made her mom's and her grandmother's story her story instead of um, basically figuring out what her story was. And because she was clinging to their story and the fact that they both died of obesity, that kind of fear was emanating in her. So it she had the, the fortitude to lose the weight, but the mindset wasn't there. So when she lost it, she gained it back. So this time around, though, she is lighter, she is brighter, and it is because she has a different mindset going in. She is um, doing things on purpose now. She is actively doing things to change what she believes and change how she feels and things like that um, so that her mind can ensure that her body this time loses the weight and that weight stays gone. So that is why um, she is one of the, a big inspiration for me this time around, because now I, I'm realizing that when I go back and look, oh, okay, so had I just changed this one thing or this, this thing right here, then yes, you know, you never realize, you understand mindset or I'll just speak for me. I understand mindset, but I didn't realize. It's the same with affirmations. If you guys remember some of my older um, my older uh, episodes, I wasn't really keen on affirmations. Like I didn't understand their purpose. But once I read Neville Goddard in The Law of Assumption, I understood. The purpose for an affirmation is not about getting something. And that's that is that was my biggest misconception is that um, I thought affirmations that I repeated was to get something that I wanted. So once I realized that it's not about getting something that you want, it is about changing what you believe in your mind. That's all I needed. Now I understand what an affirmation is and how important it is to your life. And and that's how I feel about mindset. And, and coincidentally, the affirmations go hand in hand with trying to, you know, update your mindset. So now that I realize that um, and understand, not, not just realize it, but understand how it relates to me, especially especially with weight loss. Um, this is this is really how I'm moving forward. So for this week, our 
the update is coming to the challenge is going to be a mini challenge with the challenge if you understand what I'm saying so inside of the December mindset challenge we are going to do not an affirmation challenge but it's going to be more of kind of a water challenge okay so I know a lot of people have heard of Dr. Emoto I believe that's his name and his study on water and the effects negative and positive words and energy um does on water so we are 75 percent water right so imagine um let's just take a moment to imagine go back in your mind and remember it just try to remember because water is kind of an ancillary character right it's not the most prominent but when like if you're sitting at dinner and you have a cup of water and it's arguments going on you're drinking that water down into you and once you drink that water it's affecting all of you on a molecular level at this point so all of that arguing is getting into that water and then you're drinking it down right or for instance women say that you're on the phone and you're just talking cash money shit about a friend right and you're drinking your water down as you say these negative things about your friend or about anybody your coworker or your boss but at your you're just you're ranting and you're raving and you're drinking your water what you're doing is instilling negativity into that water and you're drinking it down which will affect you on a molecular level that is what brings on disease because if you guys really let's 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 just think about our bodies our bodies regenerate every i want to say seven to ten days it is made new right so because we were made and that, that is why david says in psalms we are fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works why because god made us self-healing he did there is nothing outside of us that can heal us because we are made self-healing. The doctors, yes, they have education to give us an educated opinion. These pharmaceutical companies are in the business to make money. They are not in the business to cure you. At best, their medicines can relieve symptoms for a specified amount of time. They are not here to cure. That is why you hear people that have been on medications for years and years and years and years. Why? Because the medications are here to help symptoms, not cure. The medical field is not curative. It is a business and the the business of the medical field is to make money and help you relieve symptoms. They are not curative. I am going off on a tangent. Excuse me. Um, so I'm just going to bring it on back. <laughs> but I am sorry about that rant. You know, I know when you have some medical issues, sometimes it just really is. Eh. But bringing it back to the water part, if you are saying negative things, 
and, 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 and hear me out. Give me a few moments to wrap this up. With the water, and not even just the water, with your words, period. Your ears are the first thing that hears what you're saying. So it's kind of a double whammy when you're saying negative things and then you're speaking it into the water that you're drinking. Water has memory. Water can hear. Water is alive, right? You're not drinking dead water. You're drinking live, a living thing that God created for us to keep us hydrated. If water was dead or um, not alive, it would not have curative powers it would not be able to keep us hydrated it would not there there's a reason why people become dehydrated when they don't drink enough water water is curative if you allow water to be curative and i say it that way because we don't even realize that as we're consuming so much water And then we say negative things while we're consuming the water. We're putting that water in our bodies. And what we're drinking is all the negativity we've said. So not only are your ears hearing, but now you've actually, you've actually drunk this down into your body. So the plan for this week to help us in our December mindset challenge is this. It is akin to the two-step method, uh, excuse me, two-cup method. I know you guys have heard of that or the quantum, what is it, the quantum leap? I, I can't remember what the, um, I guess the official name for it, but um, it's kind of known as the two-cup method, except we won't be doing that method. Um, the, the premise of the two-cup method is to write your negativity on one cup, and like write the opposite and positive on one cup. So for instance, if you have credit card debt, the first cup will say credit card debt. The second cup cup will say um, credit cards paid off. And you'll just pour water into the negative part, then kind of do a meditation or whatever, pour the negative into the positive and drink down the positive. So for the purposes of this, we're gonna eliminate the negative completely. So what we're going to do is, I know a lot of you guys have water bottles, whether it's water bottles that you buy, you know, from the store that comes in the packs or your, your own water bottles, take a marker and write some good things on it. So, and, and the good things on it is just to remind you that every time you take a drink, stop and meditate on the words, stop and speak the words into your water. And really, to be honest, um, if you're at work or even at home and you have a water bottle, try to do this where you can pour it into a cup so that the water is free and flowing. So um, here are, you know, kind of some examples that you can do that you can use for the water. I guess um, kind of the first six words are what's the um, the basis of the affirmation. And when I say affirmation, I like to say affirming statement instead of affirmation because affirmation sounds kind of kitschy to me. So we're going to say affirming statement. So um, because an affirming statement, it really is anything. Affirmations are to me sometimes what people just make up and pass along to everybody and it doesn't really hold any meaning. 
affirming statements are statements wherever that you you know that you can believe things that you make up yourself that you know from your bible or quran or whatever that you hold dear those are affirming statements so the the first part of the affirming statement is this thank you god for blessing me that's the first part and then you fill out the end so here's one thank you god for blessing me with perfect health that is a a fantastic one because in in the grand scheme of everything in life health is higher than wealth so if you are a person that is struggling with any form of health issue this should be one cup that you drink from and understand you don't have to you know just have one cup that you drink from with one saying you know it doesn't have to be all day long you say this one thing get you a couple different i'm gonna have three okay and these are the three things that i'm saying the first one thank you god for blessing me with perfect health that is the one that i'm gonna do because you guys know i i have issues with gi gastrointestinal disorder so i am my goal is to heal that the second one thank you god for blessing me with divine love that invigorates every cell of my body now i am a single woman and while i am 46 two months shy of 47 I never really wanted to get married. No, I did want to get married, but I didn't want to have children. So my goal was really to just kind of wait until he has all his kids (laughs) because I'm not going to have kids for you. So now I'm at the point where, okay, it's time for me to, you know, get it together so I can find this man, okay? So that, thank you, God, for blessing me with divine love that invigorates every cell of my body. Now, the the thing about this is, is that while I am definitely looking at this as more than a familial love, you can use the feeling of the love that you have around you to help with this affirmation. You know, for me, it would be the feeling from my family, my my niece and, and my sister, all of these these people that are around you that love you put that in there put that feeling into that as you say it um here's another one thank you god for blessing me with financial prosperity i am a magnet to success for me this is a good one because i left corporate america so it is time now for me to start having an income for, for the, you know, with all the things that I'm trying to do. So I wrote two books. I just published a journal last night for weight loss, um, just simply because I personally wanted something I could use for the top of the year. So I post, I came up with what I want to see in a journal and I threw it up on Amazon last night. So it's, it's literally a six-week journal. And I did six weeks because there is an exercise planner, um, food diary. There is um, a place for you to just take notes or journal your thoughts. A place for you to um, write down what you're grateful for. So, you know, it's it's literally kind of a full service weight loss journal so that's why it's only 60 60 I'm sorry six weeks because 
every day is like five different pages. So it would have been just way too big had I done, you know, like 90 days, which is what I was reaching for. But these are, you know, things that I love to do. I like creating journals. I have a coloring book that I'm going to to um, release. I am releasing things that I like to do. And I love to color with gel pens. And it's very soothing to my mind when I want to not think of anything. And one of my favorite pastimes is to listen to an audiobook and color. That's one of my favorite pastimes. It soothes me. It I can't explain it to you. It calms me. It makes me feel good. And I am a proponent of finding things in your life that make you feel good. Reading makes me feel good to be able to take my mind into a different land and, you know, to a different time, a different era. So because I love to color, I decided let me go out and create my own, you know, coloring book. So that's what I did. And that coloring book, um, I'm still creating it. I have about 50 pages and I'm trying to figure out if I want to add more, if I'm going to stop at 50 pages. So that's where I am with the coloring book. But then I have um, ideas for next year. I'm going to create a devotional. It's going to be four different parts because I have 365 scriptures that I've already found because I told you guys I wrote a devotional in 2006 by hand so I have that and I'm just going to update it because I'm I've grown a lot since 2006 that was almost 20 years ago so it's just a matter of me updating the words that I that I wrote and um because I'm a journal girl there will be two different versions of the um of the devotionals they'll just be the book version and then there'll be the actual journal version so that will come out um some the first one will come out sometime next year maybe around march um and it's going to be the first 90 days so i'm breaking it up to 90 day increments i think yeah um so it'll be the first 90 days and it'll have a couple journal pages to follow each day because I don't want it to be just like, you know, this huge behemoth workbook. But then um, it'll be a smaller book, you know, just a regular book for people who just, you know, who don't necessarily want the journal, but they do want the devotional. So these are things that I want to do. Like I feel passionate to do these things and I feel led away from corporate America because while I've been in corporate America for most of my adult life it is not what I want to do with my life the thought of going back to corporate America makes me sad and depressed and all these negative things you don't even understand when I even start trying to apply it is the worst, the worst. And I just feel like I don't want to feel that way for the rest of my life. I don't. So I have to figure out a way to make this work. And one thing I remember Steve Harvey saying is, find something that you love to do and then figure out how to make money from it. 
So I found what I love to do. Now I just have to focus on getting the money aspect of it. But that's not my part. You know, I am my part is to do the creating. I am leaving that in God's hands because I don't I am not a marketing person, so I don't know how to sell my books. I all I know is how to write my books. So that's where I am right now, guys. It's it's really a delicate process. <laughs> but I am able to use my love of writing and creating these journals and these books to fuel this affirmation. So find whatever it is that you are trying to do with your with your life. For instance, my sister just got a great job, a great promotion from the company she's worked for for the past 10 years. And she loves what she's she's doing, you know? And, you know, she is doing a lot of networking and meeting these big, you know, wigs in her company. She is in a place where I love it. Like, not everybody um, has the capacity to want to work corporate America. And then there are some people like my sister who is ready. Like she is an assistant vice president. So she is at this, you know, she's like living (laughs) for this. And for her, she used those feelings of how much she loves the position that she has right now to fuel this affirmation to get her to her next position that she'll love. So it's not just for people like me who wants to, you know, be an entrepreneur and, you know, kind of work outside of corporate America. It's also for people in corporate America because I am a realist. I know that not everybody has the dream to be an entrepreneur or some people love working in corporate America, whatever they're doing, because they love it at one point. In time in my life, I, I, di- I can't say that I loved my job, but I liked what I did. Like I did, I loved, I actually did love what I did. But as corporate America is what it is, I that love or that like turned to hate. I hated coming into work. I hated the people I worked with. I hated my manager. And it turned from love to hate because there were so many mergers. We went from a a middle-sized company to one in, in, in the field that it's in to one of the largest, excuse me, the largest company in America in that field. So when you go from less than 5,000 employees to almost 100,000 employees, it is huge and it became something that I didn't even want to be a part of so because I that is how corporate America is it really is not something that I want to do again it's just something that I know because I've been in corporate America but I am at the point where like I'm not a person who knocks whatever if you are you know in corporate America you want to write write that ladder up Ride that ladder up. Do what you love to do. Find something that you love to do. Give it all you got 
do it. And that is what I'm trying to do with being an author. My goal is like, I am an author because I'm published and because people buy my books. Thank God. So I'm an author. So, but my goal is in life right now is to be a New York Times bestselling author, um, to be for my podcast to have millions of listens per day and for me to be able to travel and see the world and help people while I'm writing and while I am creating my podcast. That is my ideal future and my ideal life. I want to do that. Like that is what I am working towards. So I know I have to start somewhere and here's where I'm starting. The issue is, I guess, that I've been feeling this past year is that all of the money that I have in my bank account, (laughs) I have a mortgage and I have bills to pay. So all of what I've been doing this year has not paid my bills. It is by the grace of God that I still actually have money in my bank account because I've been budgeting like crazy. So next year is the year I want everything that I did this year to provide an income for me so that I don't, one of the biggest, my biggest pet peeves is worrying, number one, but then worrying about money. And I don't want to live that way because I know that the more energy I put into that, the more it will come into my life as a part of my life. I will continue that. This is the reason why I decided to start uh, start the December Mindset Challenge was to help me reset my mind or even refocus my mind on things that I can control. And what I can control is how to keep myself positive and how to continue to believe and persist in my goals. Persist in the belief that my goals will come to fruition. And that is what I want to do. And what I don't want to do is put a cap on my beliefs. And here is um, what I mean by that. Oftentimes, I've heard people say, um to what is it okay i'm sorry i am being very inarticulate in that (laughs) and i'm my mind is going faster than my mouth so i'm gonna give you this example for me i have said i've calculated how much weight i could lose in a month and then calculated that by 12 months and said this is the cap This is how much I could lose in this year. And this is what I'm asking for. I don't want to do a cap anymore. And what I didn't even realize that I was putting a cap on it until I heard, I was listening to my friend Whitney yesterday. And she said that so many people, or I I want to say she said either people or her asked for a hundred pound weight loss in a year when they're, you know, you can have more, especially when you weigh more. You, When you weigh more, you have the potential to lose more because oftentimes when you weigh more, you don't really move and you're eating more. So if you cut down on your eating and you move more, you're going to lose more. So when you are heavier, 
and you say, I just want to lose 100 pounds, you're putting a cap. You're putting a cap on it when you could lose 150 pounds in the year. You know what I mean? So that's kind of was her explanation as to how she lost so much weight in one year. So for me, <clears throat> my goal is was asking or putting a cap on my monthly income. And when you put a cap on the monthly income or, or put a cap on anything, it's kind of an unbelief. Hear me, hear me out when I say this. And I'm only saying this um, because this is what I realized for myself yesterday. It is, to me, when I thought about it, I was stating to myself, this is where I believe I could probably stretch my belief to at this cap. But if I fall somewhere underneath, I'll still be grateful. That is unbelief. Why? Because in this world of impossible possibilities, you have the uh, you have the ability to attract whatever it is that you want in life. You can be, do, or have anything as long as you believe. But if you put a cap on it, that is unbelief because you are stating that you don't believe higher than this can go. But you're also doubling down by saying, even if it falls underneath, I'm going to still be grateful. And it doesn't sound bad, right? It does not sound bad. But that is unbelief. Because like I said, we live in a, in a world of limitless, limitless possibilities. So there you are. <laughs> I have seen people on social media, like this one guy that I follow on TikTok. He was, I want to say he's from Africa. And he wasn't making, he was a laborer. He wasn't making that much money. He started TikTok in 2020. Now he is the the highest, he has the highest followers of any person on TikTok. He has something like 150 something million people that follow him. And every time he posts, he makes something like six figures every single time he posts. And that's not just from um, people that um, advertise, like any advertisement he does. That is from TikTok because, you know, TikTok has the creator fund. So because every time he posts, he gets 25 to 30 million people that view his video, TikTok has to pay him. So he gets six figures every single time he posts. This guy lives in Africa. So to go from being a laborer making just pennies in Africa to millions of dollars. He's worth a few million dollars now. So this is what what I say about a cap. Don't cap your blessing. What let <clears throat> let God bring you how much how much you can believe. Did that did that make sense? If you can push your belief to I can have anything I want, then let God bring that to you. Don't say, I can I can only make $30,000 a month, but if I make $25,000, i will still be happy. Because that's not belief. That literally is doubt. So your belief should be, I can bring in 
anything I want per month. No cap on it. Be grateful for what you get. No, don't even think about an amount. I am going to bring in so much money this month. So much money. That it's going to be unbelievable when I see it. Or maybe not say unbelievable because I don't like that word. But, you know, say things like, um, sorry, that's my water bottle trying to fall. Um, Say things like, this, the month of January is going to bring me more money than I've ever seen up close in my life. That could be any amount of money, you know? Say, say those kinds of things so that there is no cap. And, and you may have a $100,000 month. You may have a $27,000 month. The point is to be open and ready to receive and be grateful for what the Lord brings you. And that is also for people in corporate America. Corporate America, you know, you guys make not only salaries or an hourly wage, but you also get yearly bonuses. So even though your structure is much different than people like me who sell products, you guys, you still have what you what it is that you want. If you are a supervisor going to a management position, speak that. If you are a person looking for a raise, don't ask for the amount. I am going to get a raise higher than anybody has ever had in my position before. These are the ways that you think these things. Don't sit and ask for a dollar more an hour. Because you never know. I asked in 2015, I asked for a raise. And I didn't ask my boss for a raise. I asked God for a raise. That year, I got a $30,000 raise. So don't, don't sit and ask for a dollar more an hour. Ask for a comfortable income. However you want to live, ask for that. And then allow the money to come. I I know so many people say put a specific amount. I don't agree with it. And it's just simply because to me it sounds like unbelief. Allow God to give you the desires of your heart. Write down what that desire is. That is your goal. If your desire is to go travel the world first class writing your books and recording your podcast you need the money to facilitate this write it down my goal is to pay off my mortgage this year but I need the income to do it boom 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 write it down so that is my my goal for myself for January I am working on my goals now because I am And the reason why is because I'm going to tweak them on December 31st, but I'm going to write them down now. Um, And I think that between today and December 31st, my mindset will have shifted enough for me to be able to edit whatever it is that I've written today to reflect where I am by the 31st. So again, this mini challenge for um, December And while I say it's just a mini challenge, I'm going to be honest with you. This is something that I am going to continue on because 
I believe it wholeheartedly. I believe that water is a living thing. I believe that not only, you know, the things that I say and think and feel, you know, create my life, but speaking it to water can only help. You know what I mean? It can only help. It it continues to put myself in the attitude of gratitude and the reminder to be grateful and to count my blessings. Every time you drink some water and you see your affirmation on that water, you say it to the water and then you drink it and then you say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that is, to me, how not only you get more gratitude into your life, but you are you are drinking that gratitude and you are you can feel it singing through your body being grateful and grateful and grateful and I just think that is amazing so I thought I would come and tell you guys and update you on this uh, mindset challenge to give you something that is not far-fetched for you to do it doesn't include anybody but you And you don't, you know, sometimes I know some people don't want to, you know, let other people know what they're doing at this moment. Because sometimes you think things are far-fetched and can this even really work? But I'm I'm personally far, far from that. Literally, I'm talking to an iPad right now. (laughs) And, you know, and there's people in the house. So they may think I'm talking to myself. I am far past that. So I just thought I wanted to give you guys this in hopes that it will resonate with you and you'll say, this is a good idea because I think it's a fantastic idea. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am going to see you guys um, tomorrow. I think I'll be able to finish the book, The Power of Awareness. And um, yeah. I think that'll be finished tomorrow. I'm looking for a new book to start. I may stick stick with Neville Goddard, though, so we'll see. Um, But thank you guys for listening today. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow to listen to another episode of The Power of Awareness. Um, I'll start trying to have Tuesdays and Thursdays um, as new posts instead of Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, Yesterday just got away from me, so... Um, The goal is Tuesdays and Thursdays going forward to have new episodes. So thank you guys again for listening. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you, your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest.